Podcasting from their dining room table in California, it's the Stonebirds with Dave Stone and Katie Strandberg. Get it? Advice and encouragement from two goofballs who can barely run their own lives. Call now at 562-548-2012 to be a part of the show. Now welcome the Stonebirds. Who's this? This here's old Patty Smith. Patty Smith sounds like an alias to me. Patty Smith does. Uh-huh. <laughs> see, so it's so good to see you. Uh-huh, it's good to be here. Do you like the new place? I like it all right. Yeah. I don't like climbing them stairs. Oh boy. Uh, yeah. I'm old and give out. I got bad knees. I noticed. Uh-huh. I noticed you have some knee braces on today. Hobble. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, he's hobbling away. <laughs> uh, I gotta go <laughs> True, uh, yeah. I, Truman? I got Truman's over there. Oh, Truman's over there. Okay. Yeah, see, so I got. Okay. okay man, I'm hobble off. Oh, yeah, wow. Hobble off. There, hobble buddy. off. What do you say? He's wanting the peanut butter. Peanut butter? He's been going through peanut butter. You lately. know what? I was thinking about peanut butter today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Great minds think alike. Yeah, you and Cecil. me and Cecil. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I know that if I'm going to buy a jar of peanut butter, it will be devoured in <laughs> at least two days. Yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> and so I can't buy certain things. Mm-hmm. I can't buy jam. I can't buy honey. I can't buy peanut butter. I can't buy... Like I've always said, you're like a California black bear. It's just, it, it, it's frustrating, mm-hmm. you know? It's hard being a pimp. <laughs> Hi, boo. What's going on, boo-boo? <laughs> Sorry about that peanut butter tangent, but... That's okay. I was thinking about that a lot today mm-hmm. as I was roaming the aisles of Target yeah. in West Hollywood. You've been to Target already this morning? Yeah, I already did. It's not even. It's barely noon. I know. Uh-huh. It was fun. I have my ladies at Starbucks that know me already. Okay. And they get sexually harassed by this horrible human. Anyway, long story short, we have to go and like get this guy. Who? This horrible human that got banned from Target. And he'll stand there like he's on the phone at the... Pi- Charlie. Charlie, come on now, oh, bud. Anyway, he'll stand at the place where you get your drinks, uh-huh. and he'll pretend he's on the phone, but then he'll take pictures of the girls working. Fucker. Yeah. Which one is this? The Target on La Brea and Santa, Santa Monica. Monica. Okay. Yeah. I thought you didn't like that Target. Okay, I didn't, but now I do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that clears it up. <laughs> and that's all. Thank you guys for listening. <laughs> So these Starbucks gals told you about this? Yeah, jackass? we were chatting. I was a chatting a lot. Uh, no, no, I'm not a very good. I just thought no, no description. No, hmm. I don't know. Tall. I'm guessing tall. <laughs> you guessing he's tall? Yeah. Why are you guessing that? Listen, boo, I was just killing time at Target. Uh There's some parking enforcement that's happening. I do like that it's a two-hour window, Uh and I just got to beep up around town. 
Yeah, you were parked in a street cleaning zone this morning from yeah. 9 to 11. Whoopsie. So you went to try to move your car, and there were no spaces, so you just went to Target. Yeah. I like I like that way of thinking. Thank you. Yeah. I got a Starbucks. Mm-hmm. I got to learn about, oh, I was chatting with everybody. I think they probably thought I was mentally ill. I am. I am. You're not mentally ill. 100%. No, you're not. Yes, I am. I'm neuro whatever. That doesn't mean you're ill. I'm ill. Ill is a great word. Yeah. We need to bring it back. <laughs> ill. That's very 90s. Uh-huh. Back, you... back when you needed a license. License. <laughs> to ill. I've never heard that. Oh, that's a Beastie Boys reference. I'm sorry. Sorry, cool kid. <laughs> sorry I didn't listen to Beastie Boys. Yes. I was listening to Celine Dion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Deanna Carter. Dina. Deanna? It's Deanna. I don't, there's, it's D-E-A-N-N-A. Mm-hmm. Anyway, potato, potato. <laughs> oh How my are gosh. you, Boo? Boo, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm hanging in. Yeah, you're, you look like you're doing more than hanging in. Well, I know. I I look like a goddamn dream, let's you, be honest. You do look like a dream. But I, it was weird. I had a counseling session yesterday, mm-hmm. and I'm so happy this apartment is beautiful. Yeah. I feel like I'm living in a dream. Yeah, this is our first uh, episode of the new digs. I know. Sorry to get loud, but I'm so excited. You're like, loving it. so, oh, I love it. I'm a pig in shit. Yeah, you are. I am just loving it. I'm organizing. And right now, we're in our not one, but second bedroom, y'all. Yeah. Brag alert. It's Brag our, alert. It's our first two bedroom. A dwelling as a couple. It is. Since, since we've known each other. Since we're married. It's our yeah. married first well, dwelling. It's our first dwelling. Oh. Wait, well, first? we were married. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I know what we were trying to say. Like, new. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we, we were, we've been married for a few months. But yeah. this is our first new place yes. as a married couple. Yes. And it's our, uh, it's our first two bedrooms since I've known you. Yeah. When we first met, you were living in a studio, and I was living in a van. Yep, that was the first. That's then, where great love starts. And then you moved mm-hmm. around a couple spots, and mm-hmm. I moved uh, to a couple of spots. But yeah, never have we shared a two-bedroom dwelling. I know. So this is very exciting. It's so great. You know what else is cool? What? Is, uh, this is the first apartment we've lived in together where I couldn't hear you if you were on the other end of the apartment. It's Most amazing. of our other spots were small enough to where we could be on polar opposites <laughs> and you could say something and I could be like, yeah, I'll be right on that. But now I have to go, huh? I know. You know what I was thinking? I think we should get walkie-talkies. <laughs> now, if we have house walkie-talkies, how fun would that be? That would be pretty fun. It would be fun. I haven't used a walkie-talkie in forever. Oh, I think I have. I was in the toy section of Target mm-hmm. for a while. I looked probably pretty creepy, <laughs> but it's amazing. No, you forget, like you know that you don't have kids. Oh, but that's true. To a stranger, you're just a mom without her child shopping for for gifts, or a really like cool young mom, like uh-huh. a teen mom. Yeah, that's yeah, like say, hey, that, that lady's too young to breed. What is she doing? Yeah, exactly. She's clearly look a teenager. at that teen mom over there. <laughs> you're a teen mom. I am. I am, and I'm happy to be it. How much okay? juvenile delinquent? Oh, yeah. You really are. <laughs> 44-year-old juvenile delinquent. <laughs> it's like Kyle's joke about like he was 39 when he still was like, I could be a prodigy in something. <laughs> I love that. I forgot the, the rest of it. But. 
But anyway, so... Uh, we're, we're in your den right now, by the way. We're in my record room. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Record room. It could be a den. It could be a den. It could be a record room. We should name it. I've been tinkering on this room all week. Wow, yeah, you have. I've been hanging my little posters. Yeah. Hanging, Antlers. Hanging my little knickknacks. Oh, my gosh, my a disco brack. ball. Got a disco ball. Got a nice globe. I mean, this is a really badass room, boo. I really like it. If I was a straight male, I'd be pumped. And I am pumped for you. Mm -hmm. But my vibe is a little different. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not so much clutch and misfits posters. Uh I'm more into hotel living. Yeah. Which is what I'm going for in the bedroom, you guys. So I've turned my, the second bedroom into my little record room, just hang out. And you've turned our bedroom into... You're trying to go for like a five-star hotel. Yeah. Guys, I love hotels. Here's why. First of all, room service. But that's neither here nor there. Here's the thing. I love a nice, clean look. You never... I I used to just hang stuff and not really care, but now I'm into like aesthetics Uh because Liz was teaching me aesthetics, who... Sister from another mister who helped me. She came down to help out. Oh, she helped out Mm -hmm. like a champion. Now we're on a system, an organized system, boo. Yeah. We got... Storage that's hidden. We got tubs that have labels on them. I mean, it's guys. I mean, I'm I'm trying and I'm doing good. And also, I have two closets, not one, you have two, but two. You have two closets. I know. Man. I that's know. So cool. I know. I've never I seen know. a bedroom with two closets. Well, it's like a his and hers because uh-huh. I think it's an old building. Oh, right. But um, you know. Now I just refer to it as my store number one and my other store number two, oh, which is smaller, but like. Just really set up cool. Like a little boutique. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes, yes, yes. So it feels like I'm shopping every day. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's just the guys, I have a big smile because this is just the best. I've never seen you so happy. Really? Yeah, you, you've been very happy this week. Oh my gosh. Meanwhile, you've been a storm cloud. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, 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 no. You haven't. I've been fine. You've been focused yeah. on your area. Uh-huh. Your focus is incredible. Uh-huh. You're not a storm cloud, and I'm sorry I said that. Oh, that's okay. Listen. Uh-huh. So explain to us uh, your strategy this time with the, the decor and the decorating with all the storage. You want to keep everything hidden and out of the way, correct? Yes. Okay, so, guys, I have to hide things because I'm a bit of a hoarder, and I didn't realize how much of a hoarder I am. Uh, so, okay, so I have to like discreetly hide things. So I needed to get some cabinets. We're talking big cabinets. We're talking cabinets where when I open it up, I don't have to crouch down. I don't like crouching. I don't like crouching. Who does? Who does? Uh So when I open it up, it's like an armoire, but not because I couldn't find an armoire. Armoire? (laughs) Armoire. You got a thing in there that looks like a refrigerator. It does. That's where you keep your shoes? It is. Well, now it's gym equipment and shoes. Okay. Okay. Well, here's the thing. It's I'm, about the size of a fridge. It is. It looks like a refrigerator. Uh-huh. It looks like a white, crisp refrigerator, mm-hmm. but like not and really fun. Okay. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So then we got that. Then in the dining room. Dining? Would it be living area? Well, we have a living room and a dining room. I mean, hi. I mean, my it's name all is... kind of the same room, but... So there's a credenza. Yeah, we got a credenza. Oh, my gosh. Which is badass. So that's... 
office supplies. That's crafting. That's gift wrap. Was till last week. I'm so proud of you. Uh-huh. Yeah, when you said, I never thought I'd hear Dave Stone say, "Okay, don't forget, we're getting our credenza delivered tomorrow." Yeah, that's a sentence I've never said before. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> and then I have another cabinet for all books and audio equipment. And it's just, you know what? It feels great. Uh And let's not even get into the window seat. Let's not. But let's do it. Let's dive in. How would you describe this thing? Um, When I say my personal heaven, I mean it. Mm -hmm. It's the greatest thing ever. Now, boo, I don't know if this was a boy thing or when you were growing up, something that you admired or loved. I don't know if window seats were a thing in Georgia. Were they? Did you ever see window seats in architecture at friend's house or, you know? Hmm. Now, to to be clear what we're describing, we've got, it's basically a bay window that jets out. Yes. And then there's a built-in bench. Yes. And you can, this thing is huge. It's huge. I measured it. It's 10 feet wide. Yep. And well, the bench Long. itself, the window is ten feet wide. The bench is ten feet. You, I guess, you would call it uh, long by about two and a half feet wide. Yes. So imagine a table that's two and a half feet deep or wide and ten feet long. Uh, that's that's basically what we've got. Yeah. Built into this giant window. Now, here's the thing, guys. Um, Window seats have been a part of my dream mm-hmm. since I was a little girl. Now. Yeah. Okay, growing up, Susie and Judy, my sisters, had in their rooms window seats. Uh-huh. Now, as the trailer, as my dad used to call me, um, I got the smaller room. And what do you mean trailer? Well, he used to call me trailer because I was the last one born. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like a trailer. Like a caboose? Kind of, but like yeah. a trailer. He would just say trailer. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, so I had a smaller room. It was beautiful. It had pink stripe wallpaper. I loved it. However, there was no window seat. Uh-huh. In Susie and Judy's room, they had a window seat. What can you do on a window seat? Well, first of all, you could sit and you could gaze outside. Uh-huh. Perhaps get your journal out. You yeah. know what I mean? Maybe start writing a poem uh-huh. or, you know, a story. I... I Love it so much. And then when I would go to friends' houses, I noticed that they would have window seats. Uh And then if it was like like bougie friends, Mm -hmm. they would have like a pillow perfectly made for the seat so you could sit on. Like a little, what's that called? Bench, pillow, bench, pillow, pillow bench. Nope. It's a thing. A pad. Almost like a ass pad. What would you call it? It's for... A cushion? <laughs> cushion. There we go. Look out, everybody. <laughs> I felt like there you made goes. me really work for that one. <laughs> anyway, a customized cushion uh-huh. was a big get. Yeah. And I remember growing up going to the McNulty's house, uh-huh. which was in a very ritzy part of Orange County. Uh-huh. And Stacy McNulty had a window seat Bench. Oh, yeah? And it was the most pristine, beautiful thing, and it matched her decor in her room. And I thought, one day, I'm going to have a window seat. Did I think this would be it? No. And I'm so excited. And here I am. And speaking of the cushion, the uh, the landlord said that they're going to custom make 
a cushion. cushion. Yeah, we they have gave us some. Uh, what do you call swatches? Swatches. You guys, I've never gotten a swatch. Uh-huh. I thought it was just trash because <laughs> it was just these pieces of fabric, and I'm like, what's this? And they said you get to choose. Yeah. You get to choose your fabric, and you know what? I've made it. I honestly could die uh-huh. now and be happy as a clam. Yeah, I'm done. Just I mean, what else is there? You got a hold of some swatches. Yeah, uh-huh. I got swatches. I got a seat, mm-hmm. and I got I got Charlie, and I got the boys. I got you. I mean, I'm good. Yeah, you're you're, you're digging this place. I am digging it now. How are you digging it? I'm boo? loving it. I'm loving it. Now I know it's WeHo. Uh-huh. So, guys, if you don't know, West Hollywood is predominantly. Um, a homosexual population. It's literally one of the gayest neighborhoods <laughs> in America. I'm not no pejorative. No, it is. Like, no, it is. like this is like ground central for West Coast gay scene. I mean, I know San Francisco was big in the '60s, so I mean, I'm not up to date on all my uh, you know rankings, but uh, this, this place is pretty gay, and I don't mean that as a pejorative. I mean, oh no, it is. It's just literally a fact. just. It's Just a fact. Tons and tons of, of gay folks. And it's amazing. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I am loving it. Mm-hmm. I am loving it. It's a festive vibe. It's a fun, and everyone's so kind and respectful. Mm-hmm. And I just, oh, and what's great <laughs> is that when I take my beautiful bearded wonder outside, <laughs> he gets checked out, guys, and yeah. it's a sight to be seen. Big beefy Ooh, sauce daddy. Big beefy sauce daddy. They like him. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. They like him a lot. Yeah. They just, they can't get enough. And I can't wait to just parade you around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been, uh, I've seen several fellas making eyes. At yeah, you. yeah. And it's great. Right. I'm not jealous, and I'm honestly. Not, I'm, not, I'm, I'm flattered. Yeah. You know, hey, I, thanks. You got a ring on your finger. Right. Hey, fellas, I put a ring on it. Uh-huh. Back off. Back off. Back, Back off, dudes. Dudes. Yeah. And I'm not gay. So. Okay, Boo, have you seen any celebrities? Well, I, I think maybe I've seen two. Okay. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay. First day we moved in, I'm walking Charlie, and I'm about 85% sure. I wouldn't bet my life on it, but I'm about 85% sure I crossed paths with old, um, uh, uh, I can never remember his name. He has joke names. I remember his Benedict. Joke. Benedict Cumberbatch. Yes. I always want to call him Cumberbun. Yes. Uh, I'm pretty sure I walked right past Benedict Cumberbatch. You walked past him. We were just <gasps> opposite directions. I'm now, walk, was we're he... walking towards each other, and, we, and then we crossed. Okay. Let's go over this. How tall was he? He was a little taller than me. Okay. Not, not super tall. He was probably about 5'11", five okay. six foot maybe. Okay. And his face looked just like him, but he's, he, he was kind of incognito. He had on a ball Ooh, cap. Ooh, yeah. But, Did he uh, look down when he passed you? Like no, don't I, look at me. No, we made eye contact just <gasps> briefly. Just I gave Ooh. him the I gave him the sup, you know. Uh-huh. That I do. I've been working on my my nonverbal greetings to, so- to <laughs> What give, do you mean? The, I give him the head <laughs> nod. The, what's up? Okay. I give him the little upward nod. That seems a know? little aggressive. No, no, it's just just real subtle. Do you, you know? do it with a smile? Uh-huh. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes. Show me. Let me see. Well, like okay, well I've I've kind of got it broken down. Depends on who it is, but like he was about my same age. So um I, I just I just give him a little, you know, little just Okay. Just raise just chin. raise my head a little, raise my chin, just, you know, acknowledgement. Uh sometimes like with older guys, I'll give them a downward nod. You know, just like Like you're bowing. Yeah. Like not, not bowing, but just, you know, like I'm checking a box. Just check, there you go. Okay. I'm a dude, you're a dude, what's up? Okay. You know, um women 
I've been working on this. Women, I, I do the, the no-look nod. Nice. Yeah, because I don't want to make too much eye contact sure. with women. Sure. Because you know, I don't want to creep them out or anything. I don't want to think I'm vibing on them. Sure. So I nod in their direction, but I avert my gaze in the opposite direction. Or not the opposite, but like uh, my eyes will stay forward, but uh, my head will turn and nod towards them. Wow. So just, yeah. I love okay. how you've so, drawn this out. Yeah, like yeah. you really thought about this. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that's wondrous. And the kids get nothing. I, I don't. Okay, so let's talk about Benedict's but yeah, so dog. He, he's, he's wearing a ball cap. Okay. And I think he was walking a dog. Yeah, you said it was yes. a yeah, what kind big of dog? white dog. Yeah, big white dog. And uh, Probably yeah, just, an expensive breed, let's be honest. Yeah. He's probably not rescuing things. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Maybe he is. I don't know. I'm not trying to judge the but Cumberbatch. It, if, in fact, that was him okay. he's walking his dog, yeah. then logic would tell you he probably lives around here. He does. So or he's here address. just for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. And I also think, now this one I'm less certain of, about 40%, 50%, it was from a distance. But uh, we got the nice second story. By the way, yeah. So uh, and we got we're on a corner lot, so we got windows everywhere. It's it's so wonderful because we used to have just a window facing the street, which mm-hmm. was nice. Mm-hmm. It was nice, but then the rest of the windows was just like a fishbowl yeah. of neighbors that could just come and see us. Yeah, yeah. I don't definitely know. the the views are better here yes. than the old place. Anyway, so I was cooking the other night. I was in the kitchen and I was looking out the uh, kitchen window. And right across the street from us is this really nice building. Mm. Just, you know, you've seen those right across, like, really grand. Just yeah. Just, like, old. This whole block, by the way, is, uh, like, what do they call it? A historic Historically district. Historically protected yeah. district. Uh, yeah. So, like, there's no new construction. It's all old buildings, but they reeve Yeah. Reeve done them. So reeve done them. They've reeve done them. <laughs> uh, anyway, all the buildings on this block are beautiful. Um, and as much as I love our apartment, this building is probably the least uh, aesthetically pleasing. I think they're they're working on this one. They are. They're redesigning. But some of the others are just insane. No, it Have does already look. Been redesigned. Well, that one on the corner looks like a chapel. Oh, like the, right, the yeah. oh my Down god, yeah. yes. I'm wondering if that's uh, where old Benedict was coming from. Anyway, so I'm looking out the kitchen window. Granted, we're on the second floor, and it's across the street. So the, this guy was probably. 30, 40 yards from me, but he came out of this building and he started walking. He, too, was walking a dog, and it looked just like Johnny Knoxville. OMG. Because, you know, now now Knoxville's got, he's gone completely gray. Oh, he has. Yeah, he's full gray now. Oh. Uh, which, kudos to him. I, I, I commend any I like male that. Little silver fox. Yeah, yeah, he's got okay. silver fox thing. So he's going, Good. He's, he's completely gray. Love it. And that this guy, you know, same body type, same face, same gray. Um, he was wearing like, uh, I think this would have helped me confirm. I know Johnny Knoxville has a bunch of tats, but this guy was wearing a hoodie and like track pants. So Ooh, I didn't get to see any of his tats. Couldn't see. But, uh, looked, looked a lot like him. Granted, I was 30, 40 yards away. Now his, obviously his hoodie was not up cause you saw his gray yeah, hair. Yeah, his hoodie was down, but his okay. sleeves and his legs were covered. I've noticed that on this block, there's a lot of wondrous sweats, like a lot of active wear, that's very expensive because uh-huh. you know I know the brands. Yeah. You know I know. Of course. And it is just, and also regal. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I got to tell you guys, I've been having some self-confidence issues. Yeah. Because um, I forgot that LA is literally the number one, um, uh, the number one place where 
every it's like the most good looking city in America. Now how do they how do they judge that? Right? I don't know. Dr. Julie told me that yesterday yeah. when I was talking I mean, about I my confidence it. issues. I get it. <laughs> but it was it's almost inspiring. And I just look at these models slash actors slash I don't know. And it's like, wow. It's like seeing Vogue magazine alive, mm-hmm. like seeing it 3D, okay. HD, uh-huh. and it inspires me yeah. because I look like a piece of trash. No, you don't. Yes, I do. What are you talking it's about? It's okay. You're I'm beautiful, fine. beautiful, No, I'm fine. It's okay. You don't look like a piece of I trash. Do. I'm not at my best level, and that's okay. <laughs> I'm going to get there. I will get there, guys. Don't worry. I'm not going to get big boobs or anything, mm. even though that'd be fun. What if all of a sudden I got big boobs? <laughs> anyway. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to change everything. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to upgrade. Okay. I'm going to just upgrade. Uh-huh. What's the what's the hurting? What's the hurting well, in it? Well, you've already, a few weeks ago, we established that you've been lying to me for years about the Botox. Well, yeah. Uh-huh. I mean. Have you started any other new things you're not telling me about? No. I mean, I did the vampire. Um, have we talked about that? I the vampire facial? <laughs> did we talk about that? Okay. Guys, I've been going to this medical spa. After dad passed away my um, over Christmas, my acne got biblical. It was, uh, it was stress. Mm-hmm. It was horrid. So I went to this beautiful medical spa, and they were like, hey, you need to like, fix your whole face. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, cool. And I got, I thought, I honestly thought I was getting microneedling, but this lady took my blood and they were, I had to like sign all these waivers and I was like, this is weird. I've never had to do this for micro, like blading, whatever, not, oh, microneedling before. And then I noticed she was just like stamping my face with these like needles. <laughs> so let me get this straight. Okay. They drew blood? <laughs> yeah, they drew Like blood. medically? Yeah. And then they for also- For the purpose <laughs> of- Oh yeah. So they, they stab you like 9,000 times in the face and then they smear my blood all over my face. And then you have to keep your blood on there for at least two hours. So I thought, oh, okay, maybe it's just a little bit of blood. It's not going to be, you know- Biblical blood, but it was. It was like the smash hit movie, Carrie. Uh, it had, my blood was all over me, and I looked very Lord of the Flies, very. <laughs> you look like you got pushed out of a moving train car. Yeah, I did. And what was horrible is that I had to drive home mm-hmm. like an hour. Yeah. <laughs> so people, it was off-putting seeing a bloody face girl. Yeah, it's it's alarming. It is. It's not great. I'm not going to say it was great. And guess what? It hurt, even though they numbed my face. Uh-huh. It really did hurt. Was but it worth it? I don't know. Well, you're looking great. No, I got zits again. Where? I have adult acne, boo. Oh, I have wow. a tumor on my face. I can't believe you can't see it. Anyway, guys, don't worry. I know everyone's just so in, in amazed at my skin routine. <laughs> but it's a, it's a challenge, mm-hmm. the self-care. It is. Well, so going back to uh, this is the prettiest city in America. Yeah, prettiest. Well, so all you the, just, you yeah. feel intimidated by all, all the beauty floating around here? Yes. Hmm. Yes, I do. I feel very intimidated. I feel like I have to go get extensions again. I don't know. I feel like I'm just 100 pounds overweight. I feel like, oh, my God. Anyway, but it's okay because I know that that's not going to be the case. I'm going to just get used to it. Long Beach was much more laid back, Mm -hmm. and I forgot that 20 miles away, like, you're in it. We're in it, boo. We're like... 
in it. Yeah, I mean. How are you feeling about it? Oh, I don't give a shit. Like, you know, <laughs> I'm married. I'm confident. I, I ain't trying to impress anyone. I will say I have made one adjustment. Oh, with my do you want to share this? Wardrobe. Okay, you're going to share it. This I, is a big deal, guys. It pains me to <laughs> to say this, but after years of service mm-hmm. and loyalty, I finally retired my camouflage cargo shorts. How does it feel? How? I'm not happy about it, but I just figured, and I know all the jokes about cargo shorts in general, and then you add camouflage on top of that. You know, it, they're not uh, in vogue. You know, yeah. it's uh, even though I I think they're practical, sure, they're comfortable, sure. I've always enjoyed the cargo shorts. Hey, if anyone could pull them off, it's uh-huh. you, boo. Honestly, I've, I've I've retired. I've okay, retired the camo ones. Now I have just like the tan khaki colored ones, Ooh. and I'm gonna ease out of those. I tried to. I bought a couple of pair of Dicky shorts. Okay, yeah, I've guys, always, he bought them online. I've always rocked the Dickies <laughs> pants. I've for years. I've mm-hmm. loved just the regular Dickies. It's a nice uh, clean look. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's not a slack, but it's not a blue jean. It's, a you know, slack, you know. It's <laughs> okay, just grandpa. It, it's I, a, I like the Dickies. <laughs> the simplicity of it. Okay. Um. But this is my first time trying their shorts. And, um, man, now I will say, now I, I want to tread lightly here. Oh, All right. boy. Now, understand, anything I say, it's for, yeah, there's there's no hate or prejudice in here. In, in, in this me. is a safe space, boo. But, okay, it is a stereotype that a lot of the... Um, the uh, the Mexican youths or the Latino youths, Latinx, Latinx, Latinx in Southern I California. Think. Not all of them, but mm-hmm. some of them uh, are very fond of the Dicky shorts. Yes, and I never really noticed, but they they rock them pretty low. Yes, 100%. and I guess Dickies <laughs> has embraced that part of their uh, demographic of their customer base mm-hmm. because these shorts. Mm-hmm. That are, you know, granted, I'm rocking a a 40, 42 right now, waist. But that's not like, not like it's a 60. Yeah, no. It's not like it's a custom made. I like it. Well, and it's also, you're in the 40s, like your age, so it's perfect. But my point is, (laughs) the inseam, these are the longest shorts. They literally go down to my shin. Yeah, they're, they go they're well <laughs> below. The cargo shorts were already, I thought, like, okay, this is borderline in terms of like these are getting a little too long and baggy. And I measured the dick. The dickies are five inches longer yeah. than the cargo shorts. So they what go is down your, to mid shin. What's your ideal short? Like over the knee? Like what? I think just right at the right at the knee. So above the knee, no. I mean, that's getting it a little into, you know. Metrosexual world. Well, it's a little dandy. Okay. It's a little too dandy for, for me for to pull off. Okay. No offense to anybody who wears the shorter shorts, but I, I just feel silly. I feel like a softball coach. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel silly. Now. So, but I, at the same time, my problem with these new dickies is like, they're comical. It's yeah. like, what, why are, why are y'all making them this long? And I, the only thing I can think is that they're like, well, a lot of Latinx youth mm-hmm. like to rock our shorts, and they rock them pretty low with the, you know, with the Vans and the high socks or whatever. Mm-hmm. Maybe they've just started making them that way because they're comically long. Yeah, they are. And well, okay. and they're not like chinos or some in between. The Dickies yeah. shorts and I, is what I ordered. 
I know that this is a tricky topic, mm-hmm. okay? I'm not, I'm not trying to, like, start a fight, but let's talk about men's fashion for uh-huh. a second. I feel bad for you guys. Uh-huh. Straight men out there, it's bleak. Uh-huh. Listen, I, I understand as a woman just in this weird in-between space where I can't go to Forever 21, but I mean I can, but not really, but I don't want to go to Chico's, Uh but then I don't want to go to like, I don't know, Anthropology's too hippy-dippy for me right now. I don't know. I'm trying to find my style, okay? We all know I'm not good at organizing and or style. However- I think you're good at both of those things. Thank you, boo. But you're married to me, and so you're biased. Anyway, long story short- Let's go into straight male fashion. Okay. Because for the past four years, I've been around many straight white males, my family. And here's what I've noticed. You guys are very particular, uh-huh. and I can't get a grasp on what is cool and what you like. And it's always... Because I just want to buy you stuff all the time, right? Because uh-huh. I think you look like a goddamn queen. Oh. I mean king. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> But I think... You know, explain to me men's fashion. Like, how do you guys, how do you do it? Like, is it just comfort? Is it just... Well, unfortunately, in the last few years, since I've gotten a little bigger, it mm-hmm. has been comfort first. Okay. Uh, that being said, you know, I'm not just walking around in, a, in my pajamas <laughs> and a kimono. <laughs> uh, back 10, 15 years ago, when I was a little more uh, interested in fashion and, and presenting myself, uh, you know, in, in a nice way, um, my fashion th- one thing I never have liked is I don't like clothes that draw attention to myself. Interesting. Now, that being said, I will uh, rock the occasional, like, band shirt or, you know, a band hat. You know, like, a, the, a lot of people make fun of, like, oh, you look, you look like a walking billboard, you know, when you see a guy with... You know, a Nike hat and a Gap T-shirt and, you know, just too okay. many labels uh, visible, you know, too many logos and stuff. But I, I like, I will rock the band shirt or something like that occasionally. But for the most part, I like, I don't want anything I'm wearing to be a conversation starter. Interesting. So Interesting. And what I used to try to do 10, 15 years ago was I I tried not to sound like pretentious about it or that I overthought it, but I tried to dress timelessly, meaning there was a period where I was Ooh. really rocking the uh, the Chuck Taylors. Nice. I'd wear just kind of normal jeans, but I put a, a pretty thick cuff on them at the bottom. Okay. And then I loved just like thrift store, like button-ups, Ooh. like solid or different color, like just like, oh, is that a new shirt or is that a 40-year-old shirt? You know, I get it. And so, like with the chucks, the chucks and jeans are are both pretty timeless. Yeah, you know, you could buy, you see somebody you go in a time machine to 1952, and you could see someone in black Chuck Taylors and jeans with a cuff. That's true. And then possibly just a solid colored T shirt or a button up. So I used to dress like that a lot to wear. Like if you saw a picture of me, you couldn't tell what, not even what year, but what decade that was. Wow. So I enjoy it. Not like over the top, like I wasn't like a vintagey, you know, Hipster-y, nerd, hipster nerd, right. you know, uh, but like Kramer is a good example of like the way he dressed. Now his, his style is a little more purposefully vintage. Mm-hmm. You know, he's going for that sixties and seventies vintage, some of his clothes, but just 
the overall that aesthetic of like, oh, I can't tell what year it is based on your clothes. I love that. I always kind of like that. So, in in a way, I still do that. Uh, you know, just the black solid T-shirt. You know, the Carhartt T-shirt. And then, you know, the the cargo shorts. Well, <laughs> now, you know, ironically, those are outdated by 20, 30 years. I mean, people have been rocking cargo shorts for since the 80s or 90s, right? But the 80s and 90s are coming back in a mm-hmm. big, big way. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I kind of liked that you had a uniform. I liked that it was like a daily yeah. cargo shorts and black shirt. You don't have to busy your mind no, with I'm, what to wear. I'm going to keep rocking the uniform. I right. just had to retire the camo cargos. And I think what I'm going to do is I like these dickies. I bought a pair of uh, gray ones and a, par- a pair of navy blue ones. And uh, aside from the fact that they're so damn long, yeah. I like them. I'm just going to get them altered. Good. Take like five inches off and then boom. And just replace the cargo with the the non-cargo dickies. Now, do you have any friends that talk about fashion? Are there any straight men in your life that are fashion aware and like, you know? I've never talked about fashion. <laughs> I, I feel like Kyle's a good dresser. He is like, a good dresser. You know, he, <laughs> as I say that now, he wears a one-piece <laughs> dickies uh, coverall jumpsuit <laughs> he on does? stage. Is yeah, that all he wears? That's all he wears on stage now. Like he's uh-uh. in Slipknot. Oh. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Kyle, we never talk about fashion. But like Kyle, you know, when he wants to, you know, put forth a little effort, he can, he he can pair things well. I feel like uh, Singer, he's a little more comforty in that. Like Ryan always looks like he's about to go on a hike. Yes, that's kind of his. He's aesthetic. sporty. He's, he's the sporty, sporty outdoory, sure. kind of guy. Fritz. I don't know if anybody would accuse Fritz of being a fashion icon, although, you know, Fritz is more of the, um, he's got more of like the thrift store, working man thrift store vibe. No, he knows how to put things together. Yeah. yeah. He looks put together. But none of us, uh, I know, to answer your question, I don't have any male friends that I really talk about fashion with. I understand that. I have to ask. Mm -hmm. Girls don't talk about it because- Do they not? Okay. They do. It's much like, where do you get your facials? And I put that in quotes, like, where do you get your Botox? But you don't really want to share. There's a, there are certain girls that were just born with style, okay? Their mom's dressed up. They kind of just knew, okay, you have to have some, a black pant. You got to have a nice little black dress. There are certain there are certain things in your closet as a woman that you apparently should have. I never got that memo. I never read that memo. I never got that memo. So I would sort of just like like certain people and in high school and like college and stuff. And I would just kind of emulate them, but in my own way. And so it's a lot of weird like that jeans that didn't go with the shirt. And I just kind of looked. Like my old aesthetic of our home, you know, Ikea threw up. So it was almost like Forever 21 threw up Mm -hmm. all over me. Okay. So I'm learning, okay, I'm getting more advanced in my age. I'm maturing. So I want my fashion to mature, but I don't want to lose my sparkle. I don't want to lose my spunk. (laughs) I don't want to lose my zazz, if you will. So I'm really in this fine line. Guys, I am welcome to ideas. Look. Help me out, okay? Help a sister out. I like your style. Well, also, I'm very tall. Very tall torso. See, you have kind of a timeless look. My my favorite outfits that you wear, I just love you in jeans and a t-shirt. 
Aww. Like you look so good in jeans and a t-shirt. Like, Thank you. Because you're a little taller, because your torso's longer, like you really look great in a t-shirt. Well, yeah. And you know what's great about these, like the men's fashions? Mm-hmm. Men's clothes fit me quite well. Yeah. Because they make them for taller dudes. Yeah. I buy you men's t-shirts. Yeah. You're, you're a men's medium. And I love it. Because mm-hmm. I don't have short tor- torso. And guess what? I don't, I can't rock a crop top yet. I yeah. will. Oh, I will. What's a crop top again? Okay. Crop tops are when it's just a cut off shirt. Like, okay. you see girls with cut-off shirts, and they're like, look at my abs, which good, they should. Do you know how hard abs are to so get? So that's not a tube top? What's a tube top? A tube then? top is just uh, one piece that goes around, like, no straps. Oh, okay. So that's a tube top. Okay. And that's like usually... Like inner tube around yeah. your bosom. I remember uh-huh. when I was helping my sister move a few years ago, and we're... Um, my sister and I are very different. Regarding fashion, because <laughs> she has larger breasts, and I remember just being like, "Can I have a T-shirt?" And she did not have aftermarket a single T-shirt. She didn't have a T-shirt. She didn't have a single T-shirt, Shocking. and I was fascinated by that. Mm-hmm. There were tube tops, there were spaghetti straps, there were dress, not a single T-shirt. Mm. And that, to me, like, no, sorry, I'll see you in court. That's bad. You need a T-shirt, okay? T-shirt. Have a T-shirt. You got to have a bedroom T-shirt. You got to have a favorite T-shirt, even from an ex-boyfriend. Like, you have have T-shirts. She didn't have a T-shirt. That's when you know someone's a sociopath. Which one of your shirts is an ex-boyfriend's shirt? I got rid of it a long time ago. Okay, good. Due to your many questions. Oh, really? Yeah, you ask questions. Like what? Like you care about me and like ask questions like, oh, where'd you get that? And I just didn't want that conversation. But yeah, usually boy shirts, because you guys keep things for so long that it's the comfort level of a champion. Uh I think this one, this guy was gay. I think it was from college. I loved him. Oh, this one, your last, the guy before me? Yeah. That little guy wasn't him? No. Okay. It wasn't that little (laughs) guy. That little guy. That little goober. But yeah, I don't know. I think... I just find it interesting. Men's clothes are hard. Like, I try to get my nephew's clothes, and it's, like, fail. Yeah. Like, only all white shoes. Only, like, black shirts. Teenagers, they're tough. They're tough to shop for. See, I don't, I go the other way with the shoes. I don't, I only wear black shoes. And I know some people think that's goofy. But But uh, you have some, you got, you've explored with some color shoes. uh, Oh, yeah, recently, yeah. I'm really proud of you. Well, yeah, I got fresh around the wedding. Yeah, you got real uh, fresh. I got to get back into that. I got to get back into my uh, Hawaiian shirt game. Yeah. I've got a couple of uh, good ones that I'm real pleased with. I think so. I love the Hawaiian shirt look. It mm-hmm. talk about timeless. Yeah, true. First of all, you're a California boy now. Yeah, you got to just rock it. Uh-huh. I want to hear some <laughs> Beach Boys. I want to hear. I just, you know, I need you to have a surfboard on your car. Uh-huh. You just got to be, you know, with your Hawaiian shirt. Oh, Perfect. We should go surfing one day. Oh God, no! Hell no! Yeah. Do you know why? I'd sink like a stone. Uh, first of all, I'd die. Mm-hmm. Here's why. I'm shark bait. Mm-hmm. We're going into the shark's home. Yeah. Hi, we're going coming into your home, and not only are we not helping your home, we're hurting it mm-hmm. and annoying you. No wonder they attack people. Ugh. And then the sand. Ugh. Let's, uh, <laughs> Sound like such a grump. Yeah. <laughs> what could I do to improve my day to day style? I think you look like a champion. You don't mind the no, black car heart? I love and if it. I get them altered, the, just the dicky shorts? I think. Here's, it might 
because I feel like I have to rock the shorts in California. I, I, it's just too hot to be wearing long pants all well, the time. You know, right now it's like winter. Yeah. I am freezing my oh, little I ass know. off. I, I have it. my space heater with me all the time, even though we do have heat, mm-hmm. but I know you run hot. Mm-hmm. Very confusing. Yeah. Anyway, okay, day to day. All right, here's the thing. The other day you wore a shirt, and I kept just being like, oh, my God. Yeah, that was kind of a joke, though. What shirt? Oh, you talking about the the pink one? You were wearing a pink shirt? The pink button-up thing or salmon color, whatever you called it. Oh, I yes. Is that the one you were about? Yes, to with the bananas. Uh-huh. I loved that so shirt. So that's the one you're referring to? Yes, yes, well, yes, What yes. color would you call that? Because you seem confused um, when I said pink. Coral. coral. It's more of a coral, okay. like a peachy coral, but okay. with your eyes, they really popped. Oh, yeah? You looked like a champion. So I would like you to kind of go... Maybe more color, more color with Uh your T-shirts. You don't have to wear a button-up color. I like that as well. But I'm just saying, you're around the house. Hey, why not? Why not some color? Also, let me go ahead and tell you, I love your tush and some sweatpants. Oh yeah, that's right. You got a great tush (laughs) and your sweatpants, delightful. Great (laughs) Oh, we should watch that. All the way up it. Um, yeah, I'll I'll rock some. You a little, little, little tight, little snug. I like, no, I like them a little baggy, yeah. but like yeah. you're, you're, you, you got a round booty yeah. that I enjoy <laughs> slapping and in everyday life, guys. Can listen, I say, by avoid. the way, <laughs> oh, <no>. you, uh, <laughs> if this, if this, this ever is a goes fun south, game, <laughs> this marriage ever goes south, boy, do I have some stories. I've, you violated me. You violate me on a weekly basis. Okay, this sounds like sexual. Here's the thing. It's not. I just like to. It's kind of sexual. <laughs> okay, I call it the Dave game. So I'll sneak up behind him and then I'll just poke his little butt. And it's so fun. It's so fun because you always have a reaction and you're always scared. It's alarming. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. I love it. It honestly brings me joy. If you take that away from me, I will, I will cry. (laughs) My dad died on Christmas. I can use that that for a year. I get a year, guys. It's consent, lady. Well, come on. But by the way, you this the cow. <laughs> you're a beautiful stallion, boo. <laughs> Did you ever see the movie Wild Hearts Can't Be Broken? No. Okay. First of all, we need to see that immediately. Okay. Second of all, talk about stallions. It's uh-huh. about, okay, back in the day, people used to have horses and they dove off these high, high, high dives and then would go into a pool. Uh-huh. Anyway, long story short, the heroine in this film is a blind woman. Oh, oh. and so she had to learn because this was her passion and then she got blind or deaf or something. Anyway, long story short, real great movie. Huh. <laughs> I just thought of it because of the stallion. Right Sorry about that. My mom used to watch Black Beauty. Ooh. Usually horse movies, they die at the end. What was that one weird horse movie we saw recently where they like killed it and like put it in a, in the ground and we were like, oh my God, remember? And it was like horrifying and then they buried it, but then the horse kind of came back alive. I swear to God, this is real, not a dream. We were watching something. Hmm. Do you remember at all? Kind of. Okay. Okay. This is real, guys. And if you know what it is, please call because I don't remember. And it was a horrific scene. Like a farming family, like a hard scrabble 
working class family. There was a husband and a wife and a like a ten year old son, and then yeah, something happened, and we got to bury the horse. Yes, we got to bury the horse, but then they like killed the ho- they like buried the horse alive. I think huh. it was real dark and sad, and I haven't seen something that well. Okay. Yes, I have. Remember Midsomar? Oh, that was a tough one to watch. There was a lot of visuals of, you know, skulls breaking. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway. Anyway, horses being buried alive and skulls breaking the Stonebergs. I wanted to go back to our uh, window bench. <gasps> yes. Now, please. you want to explain what we've done to it with the curtains? Okay, guys. So first of all, we were going to get shutters. And then Dave... My amazing little hummingbird really took the reins and got us curtains because um, it's beautiful, but it's very, like, at night you could see right in, right? Yeah, this is the first, I love this spot, but this is the first place I've ever lived in that didn't have blinds or curtains already installed. Yes. And then when I asked the landlord about it, he goes, well, legally we're not allowed, we're, we're not uh, obligated or, I was like, yeah, I've lived in, I'm 44 years old, it's the first place I ever, I was like, can you throw something up. Yeah. And they threw up some curtains, little cheap they curtains did. in the bedroom. They did. And, and and it was horrifying and I had to change it immediately it because well, yikes. Taking them forever to mm-hmm. get some for the big window that we're talking about. So I just took it upon myself to install my own curtains. Uh our, our old curtains that we had at the old yeah. place. I just reinstalled them here. So anyway, so let's imagine Okay, we got a 10-foot wide window. Yes. And then there's a built-in bench that's about two and a half feet deep. Which I've already gotten pillows for, guys. Don't worry. And then then it goes even deeper before you get to the window because there's like a little another little gap. So anyway, it's like this 10-foot wide by three and a half foot deep by eight feet tall box. Yes. So then we put the curtains up. And then, okay, we put the curtains up on the outside of the box, if that makes sense. Not right, right up against the windows. Right. So, so it the, looks, yeah. And up near the ceiling at the beginning of, of, of the entryway, if you will. And again, the Liz, Lizzie B., who is one of the best designers on in the world, has taught us go higher. Yeah, Because you high. want, if we have high ceilings, you want, like, the curtains to look, yes. look really long and pretty. So I, yeah. I installed the, the curtain rod just about two inches from the ceiling. Yeah. And, so, and the curtains go to the ground. Then, so how yeah, long? Nine feet? Like nine feet. Yeah. yeah something like that. Oh, So beautiful. anyway, my point is, so we got this big boxy window mm-hmm. with a built-in bench, and then we put the curtains at the entryway, not up against the glass window, but at the beginning of the box. Yeah, so you don't even see the bench. You're like, wow, yeah. I guess that's just where the windows are. Mm-hmm. But so if you go in at night, like we've been doing, so at night we will go, we'll close all the curtains, but then go into the seated box. It's so cool. Open the windows. Yes. We're all darked out. We're blacked out. Yeah. And we're, you t- it's just a perch. Yeah. It's just like a neighborhood watch slash joint smoking Little perch. It's like an adult treehouse. It is. It's the best thing ever. First of all, I really resonate with birds. We all know this. I feel like I'm part bird. I'm tall and weird. But here's the thing. It is, we have trees everywhere, and it just feels like we're in our own little world. Like the Dave and Katie treehouse. Mm -hmm. It really is. It's awesome. Yeah, it's great. It's just beautiful. And we're, we're hidden. And I'm not trying to I'm not trying to brag cuz listen guys it is a beautiful apartment but every day I'm like 
I don't deserve to live here. <laughs> we don't, we're trash. We should leave. <laughs> but it's just, and our neighbors. Oh, they threw you us a go, pizza party. They threw us a pizza party. How which sweet is that? Which was the cutest thing ever. Dave was amazing. He was talking to all the people 30 to 40. And of course, I found all the old gay men <laughs> and the an older woman. And I just sat with my people. Yeah. We talked about ailments a lot. And what a what a change. Not to not to crap on our old neighborhood. Um we had we talked a lot about our upstairs neighbors. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Ron and Jen. They're sweet. Who were great neighbors and, and really sweet people. Except their son. Uh, but they were the only people, maybe them and Jordan and Joe. We, There's a few people on our block that this, are sweet. There had this whole block. There's probably 10 or 15 apartment buildings. Very close like to a, each other. Close to each other. Four four apartments per building. Point is, at least 60 or 70 families lived mm-hmm. on our block. Mm-hmm. We knew four human beings yes. that were friendly to us. And nobody a, would look you in the eye, yeah. nobody would smile. You know, we'd walk Charlie, I'd try to just, you know, like and it's like, "Hey, I'm not creeping on you. We both know we've seen each other a hundred times in the last year. I tried. You're the I lady, tried a lot. You're the lady with the shepherd dog, and I'm the guy with the chihuahua. Like, yeah. My point is, I'm not just some prowler who's, yeah. who's creeping up on you. We see each other almost every day yeah. in passing, and you can't even fucking make eye contact? Yeah, dude. All right. It wasn't Thanks, great. neighbor. Yeah. So my point is, in that last hood, we only had three or four people that would even acknowledge our existence. Mm-hmm. We Barely. Moved, the second day we move in, <laughs> the second day we're here, and we live in a building now with about roughly 10 or 12 units. I think I think they said 10. Yeah, and it's a court. There's a yeah, courtyard. It's kind of a courtyard. So there's 10 <laughs> apartments, you know, anywhere from 10 to 20 people, mm-hmm. uh, tenants. Um, the second day, they threw us a party, and we met, like, almost the entire building. Yeah, and it was the sweetest <laughs> thing. It was... Oh my gosh, they had a pizza oven that Mark, this incredible Chris. older... Oh, Chris. Chris was the pizza maker. Oh, Chris, yeah. So Chris's brother, which he shared with us, got this for him for his birthday, and it was a pizza oven, and they made like these amazing pizzas, and they had iced tea, and we were just enjoying the day. And I went, and I sat with Boo. I, I really did. Yeah. I, I sat. It was uncomfortable at times. Yeah. I, it's uncomfortable. Like... I only went out of obligation just because, you know, but I'm glad I did. Me too. I'm glad I did because kind of they admitted like, hey, we just kind of threw this together to meet you guys and welcome you to the building. I mean, that's so Uh, sweet. But yeah, the one guy, Chris, had like a little mobile uh, wood-burning pizza oven. And and he's a chef. And he's a chef, so he just had his whole spread down there. He had his dough, had all his toppings, his cheese and whatnot, and he would just roll out the dough like from scratch. Uh, I guess he made up the dough beforehand, but like... Right there, he was just rolling out dough and putting on sauce and toppings and popping them into the oven. And, uh, yeah, we all mowed through several pizzas and just, you know, a bottle of wine. And anyway, my point is I was just overwhelmed, you know, when you hear about Los Angeles and, Mm -hmm. you know, especially specifically West Hollywood. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're literally three blocks from Beverly Hills. So we're right on the border. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, you know, uh, on paper, one of the bougiest neighborhoods in America. Yeah, you go a few blocks and then that's when I feel like a trash can because I'm like, oh, everyone's so pretty yeah. and designer stores and whatever. But uh, 
just couldn't have been, you know, I, I didn't expect that. A thousand years, I wouldn't have expected uh, an apartment building in West Hollywood to welcome tenants the way that they I mean, it was the nicest thing ever. It was just so kind and lovely. And I just felt like, okay, this sounds woo-woo, but I just felt like my parents and Susie are just like, fuck yeah, go Dave and Katie. Like, it just feels like I feel their spirits here, you know? And Don, I just feel like it's, it's like, it's just so special. Yeah, there's good energy here. There is. I love it. And, you know, we've talked in the past about, like, neighbors, and, you know, I have the joke about them here for small talk or emergencies, and, and I still do kind of believe that. I mean, as, as nice as that was, you know, I, mm-hmm. I don't want these people, you know, popping in every single day, and I don't mm-hmm. think they're going to, but it was just a nice, appropriate get to know you. Yeah. You know, and, and especially when you're all living in the same building. Yeah. And again, I'm not saying we all got to become best friends, but it's just nice to know, oh, the lady in the white Volvo with that dog, what's her name? Now I yeah. know her name. I know her I name. I know your name. You know my name. Yeah. Hey, guy with the golden retriever, you know my name. Now I know your name. Yeah. You know, just, but in Long Beach, we, every day I'd go out and walk Charlie and I'd see the same group of people and just... It like, was cold. It was it so was, cold. Yeah, they were very cold. Like, I don't think they liked us. <laughs> Maybe it was just us because I saw them talk. Uh, like a lot of people were talking with each other. But it's I just insane like that, that in so two odd. years, we lived there almost exactly yeah. to the day two years, uh, on a block that had 70 or 80 families, yeah. we knew four people. That's true. <laughs> I mean, that's even people in our own building wouldn't even fucking talk to us yeah they didn't like us i wonder if we were the bad neighbors (laughs) like think about it boo if if our neighbors well you know the two that hated me more than life which i still don't understand why yeah well i think that's more of a them issue and then the other two and then oh my gosh well one of the neighbors yelled at our friend angela yeah who my unhoused friend unhoused friend who's just a delight and yelled at her to leave and then said, my dad owns the building. Which is not true. Not true at all. Not true at all. <laughs> what but weird, What are you, 12 years old? And so then what Angela, I used to about. just hang out with Angela a lot. Like I'd go out, we'd have coffee together. You know what I mean? Like it was great. And then she had to go to another stoop and yeah. it made me sad. Yeah. I miss Angela. Yeah, I used to hook her up with meals and yeah. stuff. She's, she's my little buddy. Man. But yeah, uh, do you, you you asked if you thought we were the bad neighbors. There's only two things I could think of okay. that would annoy our neighbors. Okay. Okay. Let One, me hear it. One's the pot smoke. Yes. And I, you know, hey, I get that, but it's legal. And it's, it's California. Medicinal. It's medicinal. How do they know that I'm not on <laughs> medicinal marijuana? And we live in Long Beach. It's not mm. like we're living in a golf, <laughs> gated golf community. We're right. two blocks from the ocean. It's yes. Long Beach. So get over a little pot smoke. And then the other thing, and I'm not, like, picking on you or blaming you or anything, but your daily open window monstrous burps. <laughs> okay. I mean, boo, you used to just crank some burps. Well, first of all. And I'm not shaming you. Okay. But I'm saying in close quarters with yes. open windows, I could see how maybe <laughs> okay. after time some neighbors would be like, fuck those idiots. What a- who keeps burping? <laughs> well, here's the thing. Every time I would burp unnecessarily loud, I would say, Dave. So yeah, I, I was hoping they would hate you. Yeah. Also, though, let's be honest, you're, you did Cecil a lot. Yeah. Cecil. No, Cecil lived with us there, too. Oh, I'm sorry. So, Cecil lived yeah, with us. Yeah. 
Not that you did, yeah, Cecil. Did, that yeah, you know. Yeah, well, I'm sorry. That was weird. But Cecil <laughs> would would yell nonsense. Yeah, and and uh, listen, you'd rock out across the uh, uh, the apartment. You would rock out. No, I, you would rock out. My, I would rock out very loud. I was yeah. very, I was very uh, cognizant mm. of my rocking out level. Well, and the thing too is we. I felt like we had built in credit because as we've talked about before. Ron and Jen, lovely neighbors. We were on the first sweet floor. People, mm-hmm. uh, a seven-year-old and a five-year-old, both boys, filled with uh, little boy energy and sugar. And uh, boy, they—it was just romper romper room all the time. I mean, slamming, slamming, and slamming jumping, and wrestling, and racing, body. and <laughs> just—I mean, it was nuts <laughs> from like two p.m. to seven p.m. Oh, every yeah. day. It was just chaos, and we never never said a word. Never, and that that was. You know, if we were a couple of you know, fuddy duddies, uh, I love that you just said fuddy. We could have complained, be like, because a normal person would be like, "Hey, you guys are real <laughs> sweet, but is there anything you can do about right. the running and the jumping and the screaming?" Uh, never made one complaint because I was like, "Well, you know, I'm gonna smoke a little weed and listen to a little rock and roll and." You know, balance it out a little bit. Yeah. You know, I got some built-in credit. You do. But even with that built-in credit, I still had to be considerate of Joe directly across from us. Right. Across the driveway. So, you know, I, I, didn't, I didn't rock out too loud. Well, and then it was just, it felt like the whole, our apartment was closing in on us. Uh-huh. Like, I felt in the last few months, like, get out, get out, get out. Uh-huh. Like, I just, I had a feeling of, okay, we just have to move. Yeah. We just have to. And... There was a new neighbor that was coming in. Oh, the we, one we talked we about talked that, about right? her. Yeah. Um, the idiot who tried to have our car towed. Yeah, uh-huh. and and that was just it. Just felt like we were. I don't know. It just felt like there was no room for us mm-hmm. because our other neighbors were creating. I don't know a garden of hell on that roof, and it just felt. I don't know. It just felt so suffocating yeah. in a way, yeah. and it just feels so nice to be <gasps> free of that. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah, and I always think like this. Like I loved living in Long Beach. I really enjoyed it. I've never lived near the ocean. Uh, I liked, you know, our neighborhood wasn't uh, super great, but overall, Mm -hmm. I enjoyed Long Beach. Um, But I never look back. It's moving forward. Long Beach will always be there. Yeah, we can. It'll always be there whenever we want. Yes. So I I don't dwell on things like that. I'm you know, and even though West Hollywood was never like on my list of neighborhoods (laughs) that I wanted to live in. Uh, I know how much it means to you. Uh, you know, you grew up, backstory for any, those who don't remember, Katie was born in Corona, what, like 30, 40 miles away? Yeah. 40 miles inland. Um, so you essentially grew up in, in Los Angeles proper. You were born and raised in the suburbs, Yeah, I guess. inland empire. So you, uh, you said that ever since you were a little girl, you wanted to live in West Hollywood. Oh, 100%. Well, we would come because we had orange groves and lemon groves and stuff, and we would go to farmer's markets mm-hmm. on Mondays in West Hollywood. And I remember just being in awe, like, this is West Hollywood. And what I loved about it is that a lot of people from out of state and stuff think, ooh, West Hollywood, so she, she. But it's, you know, at times it could be scary and weird and my mom and I and sometimes dad we would go we would get there very early because we would have to beat traffic so we would get up at 4 a.m and we would just go to market so every time I had a Monday off or whatever I would have to go to market and we would go to Denny's on Santa Monica and I think Vine or where no it was Sunset and 
There's a Denny's uh, sunset at like uh, <laughs> like shady area, yeah, like shady, um, like Hollywood Bronson, right? Sunset at Bronson, and maybe. there would be drag queens like finishing up their night Gallant. and like just it was the best. And we would all just sit there and they loved Denny's. And then my mom would get oatmeal and then I would just do whatever. I don't really remember my breakfast, but we would just hang out, read the paper. Then we would go to market, set up. And it was just, you know, Pete, the fish guy was there. And he was like, this guy was like, hello, beautiful. And he like was married, (laughs) but he like made out with people. It was weird. And then there was like um, Rose, the honey lady. And it was just this amazing community of farmers driving in. And then the customers were so cool. I remember being like, oh my gosh, I love that men are living with men and they're in love. And I, I learned just so much, just kind of, I don't know. Anyway, I loved it. So y'all would come, what, once a week? Once a week on Plumber's, Mondays, Plumber yeah. Park? Uh-huh, Plumber Park, uh-huh. Mondays, which is still there, and I'm yeah. so excited to go. Awesome. Um, but then I remember being like, okay, I was think, I think I was 13 or 14, and I said, okay, I think for sure dad's going to die first, which is so disgusting and sad (laughs) at that age. But I was like, okay, later in life. Okay, so then it'll just be me and mom. So we'll get an apartment in West Hollywood and I'll take care of her and I'll take her to Plumber Park every Monday. Like I had a whole plan. And I just always loved it. Like it just... It felt like home to me, uh-huh. which is so weird because it's it's so bougie at times. And we're in a like nice nicer area of WeHo, but there's a lot of like shady areas. But I loved the chaos of LA. The chaos of it all makes me breathe better. Like I feel better. Mm-hmm. And I I can't understand it, but I do. And so that's why and I wanted you to be happy too. I didn't want to just be like, let's move where I want to move. Um, so that's why I love that we're down the street from the comedy store. Yeah. I love that we're down the street from the improv. I love that, you know, we're in between these two amazing clubs. Well, and then there's the third one, not that it's amazing, but the we're Oh, I'm sorry, the Laugh Factory. Three minute walk from the Laugh Factory. Yeah. And so it really is like a comedian's dream in that like the triangulation, I can mm-hmm. walk to all three clubs. Yeah. Like that's crazy. It's amazing. And you know, Improv in, in the store, arguably, you know, a couple of the best clubs in the country. Uh, Laugh Factory, I feel like, you know, at least it used not to be. I don't know what it is now, but anyway, a little, little more touristy, the Laugh Factory. Uh, but just the fact that not I'm not a five-minute drive from the comedy store. Yes. I'm a five-minute walk. And Literally, I'm a five-minute walk. It's a five-minute walk and also driving in L.A., mm-hmm. And I know this is just so annoying to hear, but it's true. Like, if you live, it'll be like three miles away from the comedy store, and it will take you an hour at least. Yeah, it's not uncommon in L.A. to look at your GPS, Mm -hmm. and your destination is 7.2 miles away, Mm -hmm. and it's 58 minutes. At least. Plus (laughs) parking, which (laughs) the parking here is really enforced. Like, from 7 to 7, you get towed if Mm -hmm. you don't have a permit. And so... I remember being like, I should go to the comedy store. And then I would just get so much anxiety Mm -hmm. even thinking of driving there. And then it's on sunset, so you feel already... Like, I just never felt like I was good enough, you know? And I just felt like, oh, that's like the bougie comedy club, even though it's a trash can, but it's still, like, a great place. And, yeah, I just think, oh, Charlie's snoring. Oh, my God, Charlie's snoring. Oh, my God. But, yeah, I... So I don't want you to think... 
I want you to be excited about too. So this whole move, I've been like, are you excited? Are you excited? Are you excited? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm always looking forward. So yeah. I'm, I'm happy about this new chapter. So. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it's, I don't know if we talked about this on the show, but like I had a negative connotation with LA for a while. Of course uh, you did. negative connotation of LA uh, because... <laughs> I associated for four first four years I lived here. I associated L.A. with living in a van mm-hmm. and and you know using the bathroom in in public place in at Albertsons and yeah. having to go to the gym just to shower. So like it's been and in traffic with the van, like trying that, you know E one fifty trying to park that thing, trying to drive that thing, you know to auditions and to shows and. It just, uh, my first few years here was just so inconvenient. Mm-hmm. And, uh, again, self-induced hardship is my own thing, my own little mission, I my know. own little journey. Yeah. But it was still, like, everything was a pain in the ass. Yeah. Even getting up in the morning and using the bathroom, taking a shower was a pain in the yeah. ass. And uh, that's why when we moved to Long Beach, I was like, oh, I'm ready for a break yeah. you know, from L.A. But now to come back... And, uh, you know, be on this side of town and be in a nicer apartment and have my own shower and have my own parking space and have my own office. Like, I mean, what's not to love about that? Well, and it feels like we're not in L.A. Mm -hmm. Like this one block is just it's it's so incredible. It's just like a mind F. We're literally a block from the Sunset Strip. We're literally one oh, yeah. block away. But and there's a strip club up the street. There's a strip street. club Live a block nude, away. Live nude, everybody. But, and usually when you say, I live a block from the strip club, <laughs> it's like, oh, that must be a rough neighborhood. Yeah. But not the Sunset Strip. No. And the way, where we're at, Boo, we're the foothills, basically, of the Hollywood Hills. Yeah. So we we look out our window and we look up into the Hollywood Hills. So, but because of the topography and the way the terrain Ooh, sits, good word. Like uh, I don't know if I used it correctly, but uh, we're down kind of in a little gully. We're we're down from all the noise. So I I don't I don't know the science behind it, but I'm assuming. And there's a ton of trees. It's very yes. kind of uh, forested right here in this neighborhood. My point is, even though we're a block, literally a block from the Sunset Strip, yeah, it's quiet and peaceful. Yeah, it's because we sit down in this little gully and it's amazing. And well, and I know I'm more of a because I was raised right literally behind the Cleveland National Forest. Mm -hmm. So all these beautiful hills in Corona and orange groves and I like the hills are just so home. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, I'm home. Mm -hmm. And I love just going up hills with Charlie. He's just become a little wee ho dog. He's lost some weight. He's by lost the way. weight in just the week that we've been here. I know. And I just feel like, yeah, it's, I feel like it's a dream. And what for me, it's so interesting because this is like the best feeling ever. And it is so great that I, I know my mom and dad are watching. I know that dad would be like, get up there. What the fuck are you doing? Mm-hmm. And, I just feel like, um, yeah, it's the best ever, but I don't know if you've ever felt this way with grief where it's like, oh, but I want to call and tell him how great this is. And I want to, like, I keep having those like, okay, let me go get him. Nope, Mm -hmm. not there. Okay, let me go get him. You know, we saw that shoe store the other day and I was like, oh, we should go get dad. Okay. Mm -hmm. It was just, it's so interesting to be in such a fun, awesome place that I've always wanted to be and not be able to share it with, you know, my dad. Yeah. And it's interesting. Like, it's such a, 
like, isn't that funny with life? Like how it's such a high, fun time, but also I'm mourning my dad and it's just like I miss him all the time. But I do talk to him. Mm-hmm. I talk to him all the time. Good. On walks. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure people are thinking <laughs> I'm insane. But yeah. Well, that's great, boo. Thanks, boo. Didn't mean to drag it down. Oh, I'm hard. like, let's talk about it, dad. <laughs> <laughs> You're still in that process, boo. That was only uh, that was less than three months ago. I know. It feels like 10 years slash three months. Mm-hmm. It's weird how that works. Um, but yeah, so we're loving the new place. It's just a dream. We got the little adult tree house in the front window. I know. I think I'm going to start reading more. We're, I'm going to use that as a reading area. I like that. Hey, I'm reading, and it's not going to be self-help books. I'm going to read some stories, okay? <laughs> Guys, it's growth. Uh, we're liking the neighborhood. So yeah, it's uh, things are good. Things are really good. I cannot complain. So yeah, and we have adult this. furniture, got like cool some, some adult furniture. furniture that doesn't just break. <laughs> oh, you know what else is so cool? Oh, I haven't even talked about this. What? The kitchen. Oh, yeah, guys. I mean, living in L.A. apartments where, like, the kitchen is almost an afterthought. Oh, yeah. I used to store my sweaters in my uh, oven. I mean, every kitchen I've lived in in L.A. has just been like a coat closet just yeah. so tiny even our last spot in long beach like it was a pretty small kitchen yeah it was, it was like it a was, little ugh. like a walk-through kitchen weird hallway kitchen yeah, like our last place basically set up like a shotgun shack if people know <laughs> what shotgun shacks are like literally just like one one yeah. long rectangle yeah and uh, so our kitchen was kind of in the middle to one half of the middle section so you could just walk through it and there wasn't much to it this is its own separate room and I've always liked it, like an open kitchen. Mm-hmm. I don't mind an open kitchen where, you know, it opens up to the living room or the dining room or whatever. But this is literally its own little room. Now, there's a there's a doorway. There's no door, but there's a doorway. Yeah. But it's just, it's and it's, I'm not saying it's huge, but for L.A. apartment, it's pretty big. Well, it's so, com- it's very well placed. Yeah. And all the storage is well placed. Like, it's, it's a smaller kitchen, but it's like a U shape. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, ooh, and... There's a dishwasher. Okay, dishwasher. Yeah, Do yeah. you want to talk about that for well, 13 minutes? Say, all the appliances and the fixtures are brand new. I mean, literally oh, a brand new dishwasher. Who are new we? New microwave, new refrigerator, new stove and range and oven. Yeah. That whole unit. And they all match. They're all brand new. Oh, and the cabinet space mm-hmm. and the counter space. Mm-hmm. I've never had so much cabinet and counter space. That's one thing I hated about our last spot was I, it, it affected how much I cooked because we had so little counter and cabinet space. That it was just such a pain in the ass to crawl down under the cabinets, pull out what I needed. Yeah. I've got plenty. Again, of no one likes to crawl. Yeah. No one likes to go down yeah. and open. You wanna be you wanna be at head level. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Too old to be bending over that much. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so the kitchen is badass. It's just and it's it's one of those where it's easy to keep clean. Yeah. Like, I don't know exactly what type of countertops those are, but, like, it's just, it looks like a restaurant kitchen almost. Yeah. To where, like, all the fixtures and appliances are stainless steel and just every, it's just real easy to keep clean, keep organized, plenty of cabinets, and, oh, it's, it, it's a dream. It is. It's just the best. And I, I feel like um, I was reading one of my, like, angel, you know, friggin' horoscope bullshit daily things the other day and it was talking about how sometimes perseverance makes you like when you're not ready for something 
you have to persevere and you have to like go through it, right? Almost like grief or anything hard. But if we hadn't had a smaller place for the past literally four years, Mm -hmm. two small places, we would not appreciate this as much. And it is just like we persevered. And I really did like Long Beach. I did not, I associated it though with my dad because I was always in Orange County. So I really wasn't, I was kind of just a nomad living in my car a lot. Mm -hmm. And I feel like this is the first time I'm not going to keep stuff at my dad's because he's no longer with us. I'm not, you know, I I don't have a home base because that was always my constant, right? But now we're making our own home base and it's scary and challenging, but cool and neat. And I just, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited (laughs) for the next chapter. Well, good, boo. I'm excited to experience that with you. Thanks, boo-boo. So... New things are fun. New chapters can be fun. Uh, let's pivot real quick. Okay. Uh, got a word of mouth this week. Ooh. We watched a fantastic true crime documentary. Netflix. On yeah, Netflix. Um, I like true crime docs. Some of them, you know, the trailers are a lot better than the series or the, or the movie. Um, this one just nailed it. And... Uh, we I think we mowed through the whole thing. It's a series. It was four, five, six episodes. About five episodes. Uh, I, think I think this is the name. Uh, Worst Roommate Ever. Yep. That's the name of it, right? Worst Roommate Ever. And, uh, yeah. Oh. You can figure out what that's about. But, My yeah. God. Just, it was a series, and each episode was, you know, roughly an hour, 45 minutes to an hour, and each episode was just a new story. Yeah. Of uh, just these horrible roommate stories. I mean. And, man. Well, a couple of them were incredible. The one... The serial squatter, I think, was the most Ooh, interesting. Ooh, that was one. tough. That was a that was uncomfortable to watch. Yeah, that son of a bitch. What a bastard! Wow. That guy was just a bastard. A real bad egg. Um, then there's another one where uh, an elderly lady who wound <laughs> up being a terrible. I don't spoil anything. Yeah, don't for spoil. People, but oh, but just, I loved her. I sure did love uh, her. Good for her. But yeah. <laughs> One of the most satisfying true crime docs I've seen in a while. Oh, 100%. Uh, worst roommate ever. And it uh, leads me to, to this question. Here's a topic that we can uh, send out to the listeners. Um, I want to call back in. What's our number again? I don't even know. 562. <laughs> I don't even know what I 562. 562-548-2012. 562-548-2012. In that order. Uh, we asked uh, a few weeks ago, we asked for like terrible neighbor stories, and we got, got some really good ones. They were all a little too long. <laughs> yeah. Rambling to air. Uh, but we got, we got several good uh, stories, and thank you for calling in for that. But now, uh, if you got some bad roommate stories. Ooh, I love those. I'd love to hear. I love a good bad roommate story. And we were talking a lot about this while we were watching that doc. Um, I, I understand why it's necessary sometimes, but, man, if if at all, if, if there's ever chance to avoid the just stranger roommate, stranger Craigslist. We yeah. have not even a friend of a friend. I Mm-mm. don't know you from Adam. And that compounded with the fact of opposite sex. I oh, don't know boy. why anybody would just get a stranger roommate of the opposite sex. Well, sometimes uh, you get a job as a legal assistant in Beverly Hills and you need a nice rent-controlled apartment uh-huh. or room in a house in Echo Park. And sure, there were three gentlemen that lived there. But you watch the smash hit series New Girl and you're like, these are going to be my new best friends. And you didn't know any of these guys? Nope. You, how did you know about in. the apartment? Craigslist. 
You moved in with three strange men. Yeah, and a random girl that hated it, so she was never there. But yeah, but they were all you know thirties and. But they were. They were just. Everything was good. Yeah, it seemed okay. fine. Well, I mean, you know, I dated one of them. Oh, okay. Unfortunately. Uh huh. And then he was the one that broke up with me and told me he didn't find me physically attractive anymore, oh, and it man. still haunts me. <laughs> no did, big deal. Did one of you move out after that, or? Did yeah. You, well, did. we got evicted. Oh boy. We, <laughs> Yeah. What happened? There was a lot of parties that went on. Uh I didn't really engage. I would just go into my room and lock it Uh and then watch Bridget Jones on my VCR. Hmm. DVD. Was it DVD? I wasn't there. Anyway. So, yeah, that was weird. But, yeah, I have been one of those people. And thank God I should be murdered. I really should. It seems like such a gamble. Have you ever? What's your worst? I've never had, to my not, as many places I've lived, I don't think I've ever had a strange, straight-up stranger roommate. Now, I take that back. My first ever place, I had uh, two strangers, but I knew one of the guys. um, I was the fourth guy in a four-bedroom. So I knew one guy, and then the, the other two roommates were new to me. But I'm talking about just living... With total strangers, I don't think I've ever done that. Uh, I've had some bad roommate stories. I I lived with a uh, uh, a platonic relationship, female, a coworker. Can't not years, true. Can and, never uh, be true. I don't think she must have loved you. No, no. Yep. It, she had a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. They and, always uh, do. But we worked together at Longhorn. But that ended by but like a year later. Uh, that guy just, he would come over drunk all the time oh. and uh, he tried to fight me one time. No. And it was right before I was, I was in the hiring process of, of the police department and I was like, dude, I, I'm not going to fight you. Like, you know, I'd love to kick the shit out of you right now and mm-hmm. I guarantee you I could make that happen, but I'm not going to do that, dude. And he was just like, come on, pussy, come on, pussy. And Ew. I can't remember what it was about, pussy. but I think maybe the gal did kind of like of me, but I, we did. never, there was never you anything. Have no radar of that, by the way. I always, yeah, no, I have, I was, I grew up in a girl house. I can always tell. We never, always we never. Tell. We never did anything. Mm-hmm. Never came close. No, we didn't because okay. I was kind of dating another girl at the time. But it was just like, oh, you work at, like we were platonic friends, coworkers. Like, yeah. All right. So yeah, you looking for a roommate? Sure, I'll, I'll split the rent with you. And then her boyfriend eventually just became a real prick. Mm. Um, I had another guy who I lived with. Uh, I won't name names. Nobody knows or cares. But uh, long story short, I had to uh, had a roommate try to kill himself one time. Oh and I, my and I had god! To, I had to literally wrestle the gun out of his hand. That was a, a tense oh, moment. Oh, shit. Yeah, it was about a, had about a 10-minute standoff in the kitchen. Why was he going to do it? I mean, just a multitude Was he drunk? Reasons. No, not at the time. Like, he was just, he was in just So de- did you depression. call the, um, like, ambulance, like the police, put him on a hold, one of those holds? No, no. You didn't? No, I just, once I got the gun from him, then we just talked for like an hour. Oh. But yeah, it was one of those, Is like, he still with us? Yeah. Oh, good, and okay. I think he's doing well. Oh. We're, we're not super tight anymore. Okay. Uh, no particular reason, just kind of drifted apart. But uh, from what I hear, he's doing pretty well. But yeah, just one of those. He was in a bad spot, and mm. I come home from a show, and he's in the kitchen crying, holding a gun. Was he okay? Handgun. Was he laying down on the floor? Was he sitting? No, nah, he was just like leaning up against the counter. Just, oh you know, no! Did he know that you there. were going to be back soon? I don't know. Oh man! And it was like ten minutes of like, "What's going on, buddy?" And yeah, then, you know, get out. He kept telling me, "Get out of here." You know, you don't want to be part of this. Um, this is it. Blah blah blah. And I was like, 
It's like, man, I can't just leave you here now. And then it was one of those like slow, like, let me just kind of creep in and like, we're kind of hugging, but I'm kind of grabbing the gun and I'm, he's holding on to it and I'm pulling harder. And like, it took me like 30 seconds, Mm. like just that slow, I'm going to take this from you now type of thing. And uh, yeah, it was, it was pretty tense there for a few minutes, but. It's interesting before, before that, if you remember, um, there's a two week period uh, with suicide people, suicide people, people that want to commit suicide, where they are the happiest they've ever been. Really? Because if they plan it and they know what's going to happen, they're just giving away things. Yeah. They don't care. Everything's yeah. you know peachy keen, and then all of a sudden they're gone. I just want to go ahead and remind everybody that. We love you, and if you're in a bad place right now, mm-hmm. please call or email me or you know message me on Insta or whatever the hell because you're not alone, and I know everyone says that, but it's true, and trust and believe there's no shame in the reaching out game. No, there absolutely isn't. Not. I just wanted to, I don't know, I just felt like I should say that because uh, that's hard. Yeah. That's so hard being in that place. Yeah, but if you got some uh, interesting bad roommate stories, and we'll get into some more next week as and well. And if you're suicidal. 562 uh, <laughs> No, if you're literally suicidal, uh, I mean, we, we'll be glad to call help. listen, but you need, you need yeah. someone no, no, no. with more expertise right, than right. ourselves. Uh, call some professional help. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so anyway, give us a holler. Let us know uh, huh. your bad roommate stories. Boo, where can we find you on social media? KT Low. Strandberg on Instagram, which I haven't been able to fix yet because I don't think, anyway, long story short there. And then also we are on, well, I'm on TikTok, which is dormant right now because I've been all weird. Um, And that's KT Strandberg because. What's that now? It's K, the letter K, the letter T Strandberg. There's no G because. I misunderstood the assignment with how many letters you get on TikTok. Oh, it's not great. Can it's you not, not go back and fix that? I don't that? think you can. I don't know. Oh, that is an absolutely <laughs> terrible TikTok handle, boo. Oh, well, I'm sorry. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention to details. <laughs> anyway, boo, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me uh, on the road in April. Yeah. Um, not all these are confirmed and on, on my site website yet. My site uh but yeah, Indianapolis, Milwaukee, Chicago, Pittsburgh, probably Cleveland, probably Columbus, uh, definitely Cincinnati. So Indianapolis, Milwaukee, Chicago, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Columbus, Cincinnati. Uh, I'll be around in April. Some of those dates are up now at dumbdavestone.com. The others will be up shortly. Um, but yeah, I am uh, thought I'd go on tour. Uh, when gas is higher than it's ever been in the history of the world. Wow, no so, kidding. Yeah. And I thought I'd get a gas-guzzling mm. monster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bye, Prius, and hello, <laughs> big gas car. You're test driving a new car right I now. I am, guys. Yeah. I am just living it up. Yeah. Just, I don't want anyone to know what it is because, you know, I'm... I'm just trying to learn how to be discreet. You're, uh, yeah, you're you're borrowing a car. I officially test drove a car the other day. Oh yes. Uh, but get this, I I test drove a car on very slow surface streets, mm-hmm. and they I said, "Can we get on the freeway?" And they're like, "No, we're not insured Ooh. to get on the freeway." What's the point of test driving a car <laughs> in stop and go traffic? Okay, the brakes work, got it. But I want to I want to open it up a little bit. Yeah, this thing had a turbo. 
Yeah. And I just, I couldn't, couldn't unleash it. Um, test drove Subaru Outback. Thinking about me. I am loving that you love that so much. Now, why? Why? I've always loved station wagons. I don't I know why. I've so always loved, You know what one of my favorite cars <laughs> is? I don't even know the name of it. But remember about 10, 20 years ago, uh, Chrysler, Chrysler Dodge. I think it was the Dodge Magnum. Now, I think mechanically they were a piece of shit, but yeah. I lo- it was like a beefy uh, station wagon. Oh, okay. I love a good wagon. I like any sedan that's been... Turned into the wagon model. Yeah, you know, I, love I can an, see that. I love an Audi wagon. I can see that. I love a Volkswagen wagon. Um, but I've always liked wagons, and I, I just always like the Subaru because it's like a station wagon, but it's it's a little. Uh, I think they even refer to it as an SUV, which is it's it's a crossover. It's it's kind of SUV, kind of a station wagon. But I've just always liked. I was looking at the Crosstrek before, and I like those too. But those those are a little smaller. Those just seem a little more. I don't know, teenagerish, yeah. sort of younger. Where like the, the Outback, it's like, you know, yeah. I, even though I don't have a family, I'm an adult. I don't have kids. I, I just like the uh, I, I test drive the Wilderness model, Ooh. which is their uh, kind of off road outfitted package. And, uh, it's got that. higher ground clearance, and it has tires. those fun that like they highlight the wheels. Yeah, I guess that's the, cool. What do they call that cladding or something around the rubber cladding, plastic cladding around the. Anyway, a lot of trim. But anyway, drove one of those. Very excited Amazing. to drive it. But I, I couldn't go over 20 miles an hour. Just driving around Glendale. Just stop and <laughs> I go traffic. I love that you went to Glendale. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so it's a, uh, it's a little premature to, you know, I'm, I'm not going to buy it anytime soon. But, uh, you know, maybe a few months down the road, figure it out, get settled in. Yeah. Give me a new car. That's, I love it. Good. It's, but, but now I'm wondering if, with gas being like it is, the uh, the model I drove got decent gas mileage. This is like 24 in the city, 27, 28 in, on the highway. Uh, but even that, I'm wondering if now's the time to be getting a new car that's not, you know, a hybrid or something. Well, listen, we can always get you a Vespa. That's true. Now, I've always wanted a Vespa. You, Did you know you that? Look, no, I didn't know you liked Oh, Vespas. I love Vespas, but I'm afraid because it's only two wheels, right? Yeah. Yeah, I need a tri-Vespa. Uh-huh. I'd feel safer. Okay. Can you do that? Can you add a tire to Vespas or, like, add two more tires, like, to the side? Maybe. I'm sure they can modify it I think way. that'd be nice. Yeah. That'd be nice. Or at, at that point, four wheels, you could just have a car. No, but I want a Vespa. Okay. Four-wheel Vespa. 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 <laughs> Man, now you got me wanting to go ride a four-wheeler. Ooh, what's a four-wheeler? A four-wheeler. Like ATV. a golf cart? No, uh, all-terrain vehicle. ATV, a four-wheeler. Like a... Vroom, vroom. Like a, a Kubota? A, like a four-wheel dirt bike. Good. Don't tell me you don't know what I'm talking about. I mean, I am... Are you... Se- a lady. four-wheeler, an ATV. I minored in musical theater. This was the greatest I thing don't... in the world. From the time I was four to about 12, all I could think about was dirt bikes and four-wheelers. Huh. Four. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. I really don't. I swear to God. I know Kubota. I know... Um... You ride it like a motorcycle. <gasps> okay, and yes. It's thick. Okay. It's wide okay. and thick. It's like a thick... 
wide stance motorcycle, but instead of two, it's got four. And it's usually, well, got not it. usually, they're purposely got meant got it. to be ridden off-road. Like okay. A dirt bike. I do know, and I'm the proud of you. Tire. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, I do. Okay. Now I do. Now I, I do. Say. Okay. Yeah, sorry about that. But, like, I was, that was my whole world for, like, wow. when I was a kid. Like, there was nothing cooler than... Is that still the dream? Like, would you... Uh, if we had land, yeah. if we had property, you... One of the first things I'd buy really? would be a four-wheeler. Are you oh kidding me? Oh, my gosh. Me? I think yes. I'd go with a canoe. We'd have to live by water. I'd yeah. like a nice canoe, yeah, a wooden say, one. we had water. <laughs> you guys have a lake? No. I just like she to... She just likes canoes. It's like the worst improv scene ever. I'm just like my space work. <laughs> oh, my God. Paddle a canoe in the yard. Why not? Um... I don't know. We're rambling at this yeah, point. Yeah, we are. I'm sorry. How did I start talking? Oh, I was talking about the No, the I'm proud Subaru. of you. But I'm yeah. proud. So, yeah, there's that. Been a busy week. It has, guys, but we are happy as a clam. Oh, please call about Nightmare Roommate stories so we can just go, ew. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you soon. We love you. Bye. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to the Stonebergs podcast. If you enjoyed it, it would mean a lot to us if you could take a few seconds to rate and review it on iTunes. And if you don't listen to it on iTunes but still want to help out, simply tell a friend, as word of mouth is so important. Follow us on Instagram, at the Stonebergs podcast. Follow us on Twitter, at the Stonebergs. And lastly, give us a call 24-7 and leave a voicemail at 562-548-2012. That's 562-548-2012. Thanks for listening.